Hello, and welcome to the Sparkle Hour, a fun and feisty podcast for empowered women and woke menfolk. Join us as we pull back the veil to reveal how we are taking control of our life stories and creating a movement of positive change. I'm Michelle Lewis. And I'm Nicole Lewis-Kieber. And if you're ready to feel, laugh, and heal, this podcast is for you. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> how are you, girl? <laughs> I said it before you did. You did. You did. You beat me to it. How are you? I'm really good this week. It's also. <laughs> oh, gosh. What a great week, right? This is a fabulous week. I'm loving the energy of this week. It's been really cool. I love when... You just have a sense that all the energy around you is conspiring for you. It's a fun, fun feeling. Yeah, it is. I feel like I'm a super consumer of energy this week. (laughs) (laughs) You might get taxed by that. Well, I had your voice in my brain this morning because I probably have watched five webinars on building your website (laughs) and different types of educational stuff. Like this has been a super consumer week for me. Yeah. I've also had some really cool, you know, meetings and chats. It's been a really cool week. So, but this morning, as I was listening to one more webinar mm-hmm. on building your website, because mine's so old. Oh my God, this is insane. Like anybody who looked at it now would be like, who the hell is this woman? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's getting there. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? Just because you can fill up the jug doesn't mean you should, you know, because then it gets risky. At what point do you stop, you know? So I had your head, your voice in my brain saying, don't fire hose yourself. Ooh. Go me. <laughs> Go you. Yeah. Because just because you can receive it doesn't mean that you need to receive it all right now. Right? Exactly. Like you can yeah. space things out. You can like uh, savor small bites and enjoy them. Small bites of food, small bites of energy, small bites of information, and just taking that little bit at a time and being really conscious with it, actually, you know, being very mindful of what you're consuming and seeing what happens next before you take the next thing on. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Yay. <laughs> You're like, do people really listen to me? People do. That's such a trip. Because you know what? Sometimes you know this, like with us living in this kind of online space and this whole new economy and trying to build our businesses in this way, it can feel a lot like you are just talking to a damn wall and that nobody else is listening and nobody is seeing. And you're just kind of on this little island by yourself, just Doop, 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 doop. This is what I have to say. Here's all the wonderful wisdom that I've received and who else is getting it, you know, and it can feel so much like you're just talking to nothing, but it's just not true. Like people are paying attention. People are listening. Your message is getting out there. So pay attention to the message that you do put out because people are receiving it, whether you see it or not. It's very true. Mm-hmm. People are watching, they're listening just because they're not, you know, doing a turkey dance in front of you. <laughs> It doesn't mean that they're not engaged. So yeah, that is important to remember. And also the thing is like, you know, we always talk about how your shadow can show up. Well, my shadow is showing up in this week and trying to get me to overconsume information. So I shut down again because I'm very clear right now that I'm in the vortex. Nice. Clarity of energy, of money coming my way, clients coming my way, ideas. You know, I am in a really good space energetically. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me want to consume because I feel like I've been a little bit like bogged down and sleepy for the past month or so. And that's all it really good, but you can overdo it and then gets you back into fog, right? 
It's true. And I mean, like you say, you're very much in a sweet spot right now. And that's such a wonderful feeling that you want to feel more of it. But adding more to that doesn't necessarily create more of that good feeling and that good, like clear space in your brain. It can actually be a distraction and it can actually be the thing that invites your shadow to say, all right, cool. Like you've given me more space to play now. Let me see how I can trip you up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because anything that's a good thing can be abused. Exercise, you know, healthy for juicing. I mean, my God, have you seen purple people turn orange from juicing? Too much of it. <laughs> Too much of any good thing can be harmful. You know, I have a friend who runs, runs, runs. She's always active. She can't sit down and she's a runner and yeah, God love her. If she hears this, she might smack me. But my husband said, I said, I wish I was like that. I wish I was active. I wish I was more, you know, much of a runner because I really don't enjoy physical activity. And he said, honey, she just has useful crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Oh, that's so funny. According to society, she is useful crazy. Whatever. That's just, that's an aside. I don't really like the word crazy, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like how would you recouch that? Well, her obsessive behavior fits into what our society considers to be normal and attractive because she's tall, she's thin, she's a runner, but she's just as unhappy, anxious, and upset as everybody else. It just looks the way it should, according to our society. So it's useful. No one looks at it and goes, oh, she just shouldn't do that, you know, or, oh, she's got a problem. You know, if they look at someone who's heavy, you know, people say, oh, they got a problem. They look at her running down the street. They go, oh, look at her, you know, so. Go girl. Yeah, but the deficit and the fear and the anxiety and the lack of worth and all those things are just right beside each other, you know, in the same realm. It just is what's acceptable. It looks okay. Yeah. I mean, we all have the stuff that we are dealing with. We all have the stuff that we're processing and how that shows up physically, how that manifests and people can see it outside of us. It's going to look a little different on each person. And it's interesting too, that some is considered okay and some isn't, but it's all the same shit. It's just all the same shit. Yeah. It's the same shit. You pull up that rock, same shit. (laughs) Exactly. So let me just take a slight detour, a teeny tiny detour. Totally Um, fine. I got off on a tangent. Oh, I like tangents. That's what we do. It's like the zigzags of life, right? Like, I don't know anybody who's run their life in a straight line. I don't think they exist. I don't think they do. And if they do, they got another straight line running underneath them that no one else could see that only they're hanging out. Mm. Some kind of like clandestine bullshit happening. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe underneath is like all the zigzag shit. Yeah. Interesting. It's a cool mental picture. All right. So let's talk a little bit about body. Mm-hmm. This is totally different than what we said we were going to talk about, but it's a teeny tiny tangent of body. Okay. So I have been trying so hard to like love the body that I live in. And that's kind of part of what I basically preach is to love the body that you live in and whatever size, shape, color, condition, ability, whatever it is, like this is the body that we have, right? So we have this relationship with this body for the rest of our lives, like however it changes and moves and whatever, however it evolves, we need to figure out how to operate in it and love it and treat it with all this kindness and goodness, which sounds so great and so magical and so fucking easy. And it's just not, it's just not like it is a daily choice and multiple times throughout the day choosing to do 
things that are kind and things that, that feel good and feel supportive. And I can't even explain how many times a day I struggle with that. It's such a trip. It's such a trip. Like I'll be trying to maybe eat healthier, like go on a, a smoothie binge or something like that. And like, you just put a binge in there. So how is that even possibly healthful? It's not, it's not, it's me just trying to mask feeling, you know, not acceptable in the body that I'm in. Mm -hmm. So then I try, let's see what I can do to be more active. Cause here's what happened. Like I have put on 70 pounds, seven, zero, seven, zero. I'm like, what? That's ridiculous. Where did these come from? And how did that happen? And felt very shaming, like very shaming to myself. And like, like I look at my body and like most of the days, I mean, I love you. You're awesome. Like high five body way to go for getting me from A to B and doing all these cool things. But then when it starts to hurt and when I start to feel like this frozen shoulder thing or whatever is going on, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm pissed. I'm pissed at this body and want to figure out why and where this all came from. Oh my God, this is such a massive tangent. I hey. thought it I thought I didn't have this to talk about, but yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm into it. <laughs> Are you good with this? Oh yeah. So recently I was like like I haven't been on a scale in I don't know how many years, because fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I hopped on one a couple weeks ago and I was so shocked. Like, <gasps> what? I've never had a number that started with that. What? It was weird. It was so weird. Cause like, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see it when I look in the mirror. I don't see it when I try to put on clothes. I'm like, what the hell? Like what's going on body? What are you trying to do to me? Why are you trying to sabotage me? You know, like, is it because I'm trying to like do good things that I'm trying to put good in this world and I'm trying to help women feel okay in the body that they live in, whatever it looks like. Like, are you just calling me on bullshit? Because I'm going to call you on bullshit right now, body. You know, you can change and you can hurt and you can, you can switch sizes like, <laughs> like every other day or whatever. And I can still love you. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's possible. It's work. And it's definitely a mindset thing that takes place. But some days it's just damn hard. It's damn hard. (laughs) Every day is hard. I feel you. There's so much that goes into it. That's why it's really difficult to, I think, to find the thing that works because it's such a multi-level thing. And like just, you know, 10 minutes ago, I'm picking on like someone who's thin, thin, skinny and, and runs when she's just as miserable and anxious, you know, and so... So I am sensitive to that. Please don't think I'm a jerk. I'm not, I'm not a skinny shamer. Oh, you're God, not at all. I'm not a skinny shamer. In fact, I think that my friend who is tall and slender has been accused of eating disorders her whole life and she does not have one. And so she gets just as much of it, you know, as hate. She gets hated on, you know, and people have something to say about her body and what she eats and all these things. So I get it. It goes both ways and it really shouldn't. Um, but you're absolutely right. And this is something that came to my mind as you were speaking I'm in the same boat. As soon as I stepped up into doing a certain type of work, let's be for real. I've had some shit jobs and I still managed to maintain a weight through those jobs. They were shitty, shitty, shitty. Okay. You know, we all know my journey. I was 360, you know, I weight loss surgery. Da, da, da. I have gained to 70 pounds as well. Really? I know. When you said 70, I'm like, MFR. 
I'm like, what's with the sevens? Jesus. They're magic. Um, yeah, I agree. And so what to me seems evident is that when we step into a spotlight type of position in our business, starting podcasts, being more visible, it sends, if you've had any kind of trauma in your body, it sends your body into panic mode. It's exactly right. Yep. And it starts packing on the pounds, making a barrier. And there's also a limiting belief, I think, that happens here. Because I recall myself at one point saying, how can I do healing work with other people at this level, at these price points, at this visibility level? How can I do this? And so the little limiting belief whisper was, well, you have to hold it. You have to make room for it. So the little tiny underlying belief is that I have to be bigger to be able to hold it. Interesting, right? Right. Because it's hard. It's heavy stuff. So I have to be heavy. I have to have room for their stuff. And that's not true because if, to be honest, if I think about it, and that's what we do here, we're honest. If I think about doing the work I do and being as visible as I am, and I see myself, I can picture myself at like a, I don't know, you know, like a size eight, 10, that's probably the lowest I could ever go. Cause I'm tall. My dad's You're daughter. tall. Yeah. I'm tall. I have very large bones. Just like my dad. He's six foot four. and size 12 shoe. I have a size 12 shoe. Um, 11. Yeah, depends. So when I think about that and I think about myself small doing the work I do, it triggers a feeling of feeling very vulnerable and incapable. I just got chills head to toe on that. That little voice goes, how are we going to do that? How can we tolerate that? How will we not just be blown away by the, by the scariness of it? How will we not be tipped over by people's shit that they're coming at you? How will I handle the criticism that people will say to me if I stand up on stage and speak or if I write that book or, you know, if I have this podcast, how do I handle that without the heft and the, the weight? The protective barrier. Yeah. When I picture myself at an quote unquote ideal weight, a part of me sees that as being paper thin and able to be blown away. So how the hell... Do you do this with that sitting there? You know, you work on it, right? That's what you do. You work on it. And there's a lot of healers, a lot of like empaths, intuitive people who do dropping things, energy work in the healing world that you see that are heavier. And I really feel like there's some kind of component here of that empathic stuff that happens around weight gain. This is so fascinating. I am blown away. Like, like I've seen people who were a normal, quote unquote, normal size. Like, you know, they weren't, they didn't work on the scale as far as being obese or overweight. And when they either started their own business and were more visible, they gained weight or they started, you know, they kind of stepped into their healing power and they gained weight. And I want y'all to do an experiment now. And this is no judgment in this. I think understanding this is very important. It's huge. Pay attention to the people who are the helpers and the healers and just pay attention to the body types and the comfort that they provide with those type of body types, that nice, soft place, soft, safe space, soft, safe space. Yeah. It's just fascinating to me. And so I, it's not okay with me anymore. It's unacceptable. I'm with you. My body hurts. My body hurts. My body hurts. Yeah. So working on that for sure. And just to tack on, you know, yes, absolutely. Healers come in all shapes and sizes and there are good ones and bad ones in all shapes and sizes, but you're going to know like your heart, your soul, your spirit, your energetic connection is going to feel when that person is, is legit and they're just open and real with you and they are there to heal and help you through your process. It is not a surface thing right? Like the healing that takes place within a healer starts inside them. And that's the only way that they can 
be open to letting you into that healing space and creating a place for you to begin your healing process. So Mm -hmm. don't be stymied by what a person looks like on the outside. Oh God, no. Yeah. And I don't consider that when you're making a decision. Think about your energetic connection. I don't know what what you're hearing. I see your face. (laughs) Think about how you connect with them. But just as kind of an experiment and what I've been doing is looking and just seeing, I think there's something to be said because whether you're in the healing profession or not, if you're someone who's sensitive and empathic, it's you're probably more likely to struggle with that weight issue than other people. So for sure, um, I just think it's worth looking at. I'm not an expert on this. You know, I don't want to make any broad statements. I think it's something worth looking at. And I think it's amazing. And not judging it. That's the most important thing. Yeah, I think that's really key for all of it, isn't it? Like to not judge your body, not judge the bodies of other people. Like just look at the evidence, look at the facts, look at the information that's there, not the surface stuff. Like be okay with going deeper. Like you have to be able to go deeper in yourself to deal with the problems and deal with the, you know, the shame stories and all of that, that, that requires your attention for healing. So we also have to be willing to do that for the people in our lives and in our circles, you know, and be able to understand that whatever we look like on the outside, it's not necessarily a reflection of what's happening inside, right? Like you can have this so-called perfect figure and this so-called perfect you know, exterior, but there's all kinds of shit that that person has dealt with just like you and me, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I just really am hoping for a place of permission for everybody I agree. really soon. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we're working towards, right? Like by being able to be authentic and real and just talk through all the stuff that we see and hear daily and not censoring that, not editing that away, but just here's what it is. Like, here's what we're looking at. Here's what we're dealing with. Here's what we're processing. Here's what we're seeing in our clients. Here's how we're helping our families and our friends. Here's how we're creating community. And that is in effect, like a healing ripple. Yeah. Oh, it is. Cause you know, like a month from now we will have processes and maybe have different ideas about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I think it's important to process it and out, out loud is helpful and to, and to call it out and just say, Hey, gain weight. Yeah. I'm trying not to judge myself cause I'm not down with that, but it gets real when it hurts and when it limits you, you know, and when it, you know, when it keeps you from feeling as if you're standing in your truth. But that's what it comes down to. It's that little voice that says, yeah, but if you take this away from me, I'll blow away. If the first person's mean to me, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll blow away. <laughs> so let me figure out how to, to ground myself and stay rooted and, you know, just create safety for myself. Right. But here we are trying to do business and trying to create like this big, beautiful thing, both in our individual practices and through this podcast. And we definitely are becoming more and more visible. And that's fantastic and terrifying (laughs) all at the same time. But I lean more towards the fantastic part of it. And that's the part that I want to gravitate towards. And that's the part that lets me bring the terrified part alongside for the ride and be like, okay, yes, you're going to be more visible. People are going to see your wrinkles. They're going to see your rolls. They're going to see you with your belly out in a bikini. And okay, what's the worst you got for me? It's not going to knock me over. It's not going to knock me out. 
I have a message that I want to deliver. You have a message that you want to deliver. Together, we have an even bigger message that we want to deliver. So these issues are going to come up. They're going to come to the surface. They're going to wave in front of our faces <laughs> and, and call us to deal with them, you know, because that's what we do. As leaders, we have to be able to deal with our shit. So here we are dealing with our shit. Yeah, I, th- I think you're very right as far as, you know, this is not a woe with me meetup. Uh, meet this is a shit. <laughs> when did that happen? Okay, well, let's talk about this, you know, because it's very true because I, I feel very strongly in that if I can, you know, release weight from my body, it is what it is at this point. But mm-hmm. as far as like what it'll look like on the other side, God only knows. <laughs> that's really not the point. But if I can release this weight to a point where I feel healthier, I'm not in pain, you know, and I feel healthier and I'm thriving and I can show someone, hey, I did this without being mean to myself, without, you know, restricting things by addressing that little tiny voice that says, how are we supposed to deal with all the shit show that life has to throw at us if we're tiny? Because I feel tiny. I feel vulnerable. I feel, you know, unsafe. If we can show people how to do this a different way by honoring that part of ourselves, then that's a huge thing. So I'm totally will. I should. I would get on stage naked. I kid you not. I would get on stage naked if I could do that for someone. If I could do that for myself and for someone else, I would totally do that. Me too. Because that's the point. You're way more comfortable getting naked than I am. <laughs> Well, when I was comfortably naked, I was a whole lot smaller. So well, that, that's true. That too. was a different body. So cute, like cutie patootie. To You're do like, it now, I would love to. Let's do a naked conference. <laughs> we need only two people there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's start with one thing. I'll go outside with the tank top on. <laughs> I love it. High five on that. Yeah, because you know me, that's not my thing. Yeah. Um, it's, but that's it's the point. impressive. Oh yeah, I'll do that today. So I promise you. So that's the thing is like, if I, if we can be visible and on a platform to show people that it's not about the food necessarily, it is, but it's not just like with my stuff. It's not about the money, you know, that it's okay to, to tune into that tender part of yourself and love it, honor it and protect it. But that can go a long way for healing, not just your relationship with your body, but a lot, you know, a lot of other things. So I'm down with that. And it's not any surprise to me that I've worked from home for almost four years now. And the bulk of the week that I've joined, I've gained, it's joined me. (laughs) 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 This weight has joined me. I know. The bulk of it has been since my business has taken off. We started the podcast Mm -hmm. and I've been way more visible speaking. And so that's just not lost on me at all. It's not lost on me. It's fascinating. And what an opportunity to actually celebrate those wins, to celebrate those huge steps out into visibility and being able to say, yes, this is me and this is my shit and here it is and let's fix it and let's work on it together. Because it would be too easy to say, oh no, I know here I am and oh God, I better hide this and oh God, I better not let anybody hear me or see me. No, 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 no. We have to be able to continue to stand up and share all the goodness that has been given to us to share, right? Like we get Mm -hmm. these really good messages, really important truths to share with people so that they can stay, you know, focused on their path for healing as well. And it would be wrong to hide that away. It would be wrong. It would be. 
it totally would be. I think being in a place where you could just say to someone, hey, I understand and I got you and maybe we'll figure it out together, you know, rather than me having the responsibility of, of teaching you all of it, you know, let's figure this out. So, but having that safe space to do that, I think is so important because, you know, we can talk about female empowerment and all that stuff, but women are really shitty to each other. They can be awful. Yeah. And so that's another thing. If we could change that just a little bit, have a little bit more kindness, compassion, that would be huge because we need to stick together because we have enough of that. And women, it starts with us. It does. I find that in my dealing with learning how to love my body, however it is, I find that it's given me more compassion and a lot more acceptance towards other bodies and other lives uh, just outside of that. Whereas I know that I used to be such a judgmental bitch. I mean, Mm -hmm. fuck. (laughs) Yeah. It was bad. As nice as I could be on one end, like, man, the judgment part kicked up so quickly and so viciously. Like it was vicious towards myself, which kept me at a certain place of smallness, (laughs) but it was so vicious towards others. And the journey that it's taken me from that place to where I am now and where I continue to head towards is kind of fascinating, really, to be so much more accepting and welcoming and honoring of people who look differently, who think differently, who dress differently, all of the difference, you know, where at one point it was so scary. It almost felt threatening to me that like fat phobia and, you know, all the phobias of people that looked differently. It was not okay, but it's who I was at that point. It's that's how limited and small my outlook was. And it was so just like this closed fist around, you know, like if I could picture the energy, it would be the energy of a really closed, tightly closed fist. And it was constricting and like strangling any kind of light and any kind of openness and any kind of awareness. And really it limited my ability to love not only myself, but people around. So, you know, when you begin working on that shit and like releasing it and opening that hand, like, in an open stance where it's not clinging, it's not needing, it's just open to give and receive. Whoa, like good shit happens. Like you realize like it's so much bigger and better than this closed, dark, tight, fierce space. I get what you're saying. We get to it. If we can get to a place of neutrality and acceptance, that's that's what's most important. I mean, I was the same as you. I was on the other end of it and that I was super nasty and judgmental towards then people <laughs> or people who I thought looked like the world wants you, like all of the 80s videos of all the girls in their you know, bikinis and stuff. But I was, I had a hateful thoughts in my mind. I wasn't mean to them outright, but I definitely had some hateful thoughts and talked shit and was really quick to be happy in a takedown of someone like that, you know? Mm. Not proud of it, but hey, we're human and we're evolving. And then when after I had weight loss surgery and lost 200 pounds, what I saw with my peers is that all of a sudden they were really nasty to fat people. Interesting. And that was all just fear. It's just fear. They were so afraid to be that way again that they were fear-based in their 
behavior. So if we can go from fear and judgment, you know, into just neutrality and that what that person looks like has nothing to do with me. It has, it's not a reflection of me. It's, it's in my mirror. It is really not, none of my business to get to that place of neutrality, I think is one of the kindest things to do, you know, but in the meantime, if we can't, then if we're going to pay attention and respond, it should be with love, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, whenever we have the opportunity to be loving and welcoming, we should take it. <laughs> oh, wait, are we allowed to say the should word? I feel like I should edit that out. Such a pile of should. <laughs> yeah, don't edit it. God, have mercy. We're talking out of our asses right now in the most awesome way. So we're, we might say a word that we don't always use. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we'll rewind it and just say rather than should, it's an invitation to, right? Yeah, it's an invitation Invitations are good. Everyone loves to be invited. Even if you can't go, even if you can't make the party, you want that damn invitation. You so want to invitation. feel included. Well, I like, who was it? Tara Moore. She is, is it Tara? I always get the mix up. Tara Moore, Tara Brock, the one who wrote Radical Acceptance. Have to she, look it up. Yeah, I, hope, well, I can't right now. She wrote about Radical Acceptance. And really what it comes down to is anytime we're triggered and have that feeling of, wow, who does she think she is, blah, 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 or whatever, it is really just taking a pause. It's almost like you're picking up a rock. It's like you pause, you pick it up, and you go, do I need to respond to this? Does this have anything to do with me? Does this person's look, what they're wearing, any of that stuff, does it really have anything to do with me? And in that moment, you just accept your feelings. You accept the situation, and you decide whether it needs your attention or not, and then you just put it back down. It's just like that's what kind of radical acceptance is. It's like it is what it is for the reason it's supposed to be. It's not that dismissive term where people say it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, and it's supposed to. Be, it is. It's supposed to be. You know. So I think that that comes down to our reactions and triggers to people and their bodies, and whether it, it's our business. It's not our business. None, yeah. It's none your business. <laughs> oh, God, so many Facebook fights could be avoided. Yeah. Just by yeah. putting those damn rocks down. Yes. And, and please forgive us and be kind to us, too, since we're kind of, we're, we're talking this out. So, yeah. This is my turn for my therapy session, apparently, with yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's A-OK. Thank you. And well done for bringing it up, because then you gave me permission to bring it up. <laughs> so I know that um, later in this season, we'll be talking more about body um, as it relates to mind, body, soul, spirit. But do we have maybe any some quick tips that we can give our listeners who are dealing with their bodies and operating the body that they live in, in a way that's kind and loving? Mm -hmm. Well, this is something I'm still learning. This is really more in your wheelhouse. I'll think of one. <laughs> Well, I think for starters is being thankful when you mm -hmm. get up, when you wake up and you're on this planet, you can say thank you, body, for bringing me to this next bright new day. Um, really, it's just a gratitude thing. Instead of instantly focusing on parts that you maybe don't like so much or parts that aren't working in a way that you feel like they should work, mm -hmm. the should word again. Let's look at ways to be grateful for all the things that our bodies can do, for all the things that they have brought us through, all those hard places along the way. That body's been with you from day one. So let's give it a little bit more grace, maybe. Let's give it a little bit more love and acceptance and kindness in the way that we talk to and about ourselves. And like when you get mad at a body part, okay, be mad for a second and then figure out, well, why am I so mad at you right here, right now? 
what's going on inside there? What do I need to look at deeper? Like I've been mad at my shoulder and I was taking it out on people around me and like, wait a minute. I'm not mad at this person. I'm not mad at that person. Not mad at this situation. I'm mad that my shoulder hurts and I'm mad that my shoulder is not at 100% rotation and movement. So let me spend some time loving my shoulder and figuring out ways to help heal my shoulder rather than be pissed off and angry. That's what I got. (laughs) That's a good one. And what was occurring to me as you were talking about this, and this is something that I have practiced actually, is that our external body, what we see around us and our what's happening in our life is a message as to what's going on within us internally, typically. Mm-hmm. And our body falls right into that. So, mm-hmm. you know, how your body is manifesting is a message. So what it is, is it's a message. It's some kind of sign or light or evidence of things that need to be healed. Mm-hmm. You know, things that need to be looked at, mm-hmm. things that need some love. And so my body is telling me, hey, there's some shit happening here because of all these decisions that you made to be in this business and all fancy pants. So there's some stuff happening here. We need your attention. So for me, it's really just knowing that being curious about it and saying, yeah, there's some information here for me that's showing up and this is some evidence of it. So and knowing that I, I can look at it and it's okay and that it is you know, possible. So as we're speaking, Karen Donaldson's name keeps popping up. <laughs> on my computer. So it is obvious to me that she is someone we need to ask to come on our show to talk about this. <laughs> okay, great. I love it. Carrie, if you're listening, Karen, we'll she's, you. she's a dietitian. She's a trained EFT practitioner. She works with EFT Universe on some of their weight loss group. And she's really cool when it comes to knowing those deeper peaks that they're activated and how to help people love through. Yeah. So she's like right here on my screen. I'm like, okay, we need to ask Karen to come talk about loving your body. There's a great sign to just pop right the hell up. Yeah, she's an amazing person. I mean, asking it's given, right? Yep. <laughs> I will touch base with her after we hang up today. Karen. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Hey, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. One more tip that we can offer people is be conscious in the choices that you are making for your body. Don't just jump on the next bandwagon of, oh, this diet or that fad or whatever. Pay attention to what is driving that. Be okay with looking deeper. Body image is is something that we deal with from very early on. Girls and boys, but girls definitely more are faced with um, what their bodies are supposed to look like and what they're supposed to be used for and all this and other bullshit. Let's pay attention to those messages that we're sending out to the generations behind us. Pay attention for you moms out there with daughters. Pay attention to what you are saying about your body because your daughters hear it. Pay attention to what you are doing to your body. If you're doing things that are harmful in the name of exercise and health, stop. Just hit the fucking pause button and take a look at that a little more clearly. Like, what is it that you're trying to run from? What are you trying to hide? What are you trying to fix? Spend that time with yourself. Like, give yourself the opportunity to look deeper and see if there's something that's more important to heal than, you know, changing a dress size or applying your makeup in just the perfect way. Like, there's more to you than the body that you're operating in. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's all part of the machine, right? To make us think that we are just our bodies. 
Mm-hmm. We're it, so much more. We're so much more than that, but that's a way to keep us, you know, down, subjugated and unhappy and all, and the, small. all this small. So I'm just like, uh, you know, if we can relegate someone to a body and then tell them it's never okay, that's a great place to keep someone so, and some, keep them down emotionally and not stepping into their full, their full power. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly changing. I mean, when I was growing up, if you had a big ass, you got made fun of. Now it's like people are paying for it. So literally like you, you can't win <laughs> ever. So just do you. <laughs> do you boo. That's what it comes do back you. to. Do you love you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think this is the season where we do therapy on each other. (laughs) I guess so. Shit. (laughs) And so that's the point. Like this processing is important. Having your voice and speaking it is important. Saying things out loud to people who support you is important. It's healing. So if you don't agree with what we're saying or you have your own perspective about it, or if you want to add to the conversation, we want you to do that. You know, message us, pop into the Facebook group when you um, hear this episode do it, you know, because there's benefit in processing, speaking out loud and getting through something with in, in conversation. So we want to invite you into it. Absolutely. Like we said from the get-go, this is a healing space and we are creating this safe healing space for you to be part of, as well as for us to to continue our healing journeys and be able to light a path for others to follow in, in a way that feels right to them. So definitely be part of this conversation. Definitely share your opinions and thoughts with us. Share your struggles. Share your victories. We want to celebrate those with you. You know, high five, girl. High five. (laughs) Instead of creating like a community where people are, are bitchy and tearing each other apart, we're doing the exact opposite in creating a space that's beautiful and welcoming and healing and just so fucking sparkly good. Yeah. Yes, and can tolerate a difference of opinion without it being personal. Yeah, because it's really not personal, y'all. It's all just collective goodness. We don't have a lot of good modeling for that right now. (laughs) So it's our turn to to step up and shine in our brightness and our brilliance, and we invite you to do the same. Absolutely. If you have any questions or comments about this episode, please feel free to visit us on our website, www.thesparklehour.com. You can catch our show notes there uh, where we have resources and links to the things that we've talked about. And you can also visit us on our Facebook page, join our sweet little community there. It's fantastic. And get ready to make some space for the Sparkle Hour girls to come to a place near you. That's so true. (laughs) That's going to be fun. Yeah. We may or may not be naked on a stage. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll warn you. (laughs) Yeah, you'll definitely be warned. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So awesome. You are, too. This was cool. Not at all what we were going to talk about, but that's always the best thing. Not at all. Just the the brain said, nope, we're going this way. All right. All (laughs) righty. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. See y'all. Bye. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sparkle Hour. Today's episode was brought to you by Nicole Lewis Keeper Coaching and the Blessings Butterfly. To learn more about the topics discussed today, please visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com. And remember, when in doubt, sparkle that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please.